Florida. Hey, little mute going. Uh, we had the mute going. Now, I don't want to cough during the, the song. I don't want to ruin the song for everyone. Yeah. You know, I like the yeah. song. I was going to start off this week with a woo. <laughs> All right. You I usually don't do that. But you don't do it as good because you just did a woo. The whole point is woo hoo. I hooed at the end. No, you just no, wooed. Play it back. Playback. I hoot at the end. Hey, review the camera. I, yeah, we'll go back. We'll listen to it later, and I definitely hoot at the end. You I just heard up. woo. Well, that's where you're wrong, man. We're not all going to be right every time. I mean, I am, but you're not. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, guys. Uh, it's another Sunday. It is. Uh, we're it's a gonna beautiful ha- Sunday. We'll have a guest next week. I heard uh, there was a really fucking intense storm this morning. I did. I missed it all. I, I slept, slept through, it, through all. it. I don't know. I fucking... Because I was out driving Lyft today, uh-huh. picked up a girl who had just finished running the marathon. I thought that marathon was yesterday. No, it's today. Oh, okay. And um, it was this morning. She she was dressed and all. It was obviously earlier, but she said it was so bad that during the whole event, they kept stopping groups of people. You got to stop, get under the fucking awnings. And all. They said, what? That's going to ruin my time, bitch. Well, no, they made everybody stop in the position they were in. Like, no, you don't get to but walk that's forward. that's not right. Then you get to rest. Yeah, they, I'm calling a redo. This, if you won this year's Flying Pig Marathon, it don't count. Sorry, the girl, the girl that, that won medal, had won three times. I, don't care. Take that medal, shove it up your cooter. Hey, speaking of cooter, I was reading this book this Let's week. Speak of cooter. Yeah, I was reading this book this week. It just came out. Um, it's called uh, Tremendous by Joey Diaz. It's the Joey Diaz story. For those who don't know about Joey Diaz, he's a comedian. Um, as far as the stand-up goes, I'm not really big into a stand-up, but he's a great podcaster and a great Fucking podcast guest. And he greatest. just grew he had a he had a crazy life. You know, and I'm he's still a child in my in the book so far that <clears> I'm reading, <throat> and it's already a really good book. So I'm glad I bought it. I was I was afraid because I've listened to this guy doing podcasts for fucking ten years now that I've heard all of his stories and they wouldn't yeah. be that interesting in writing, but they're good so far. I like the book. He talks about though going to the strip club where the hooker or the stripper came up to this guy. Grabbed his false teeth out of his mouth, pulled her G-string aside, put the false teeth up her pussy, pulled them out, and put them back in his mouth. Now that's fucking service. That's service. That is, and that's also some girl I want nothing to do. I with. had a similar uh, thing happen to me. What you <clears throat> seen false teeth get pulled? These I mean, that's, weren't similar. That's crazy to me, dude. In fact, I'm I'm surprised you took that in such stride, like as in this is like some normal event. Well, because I had something along those lines happen to me. We went to, we did a bachelor party at my buddy's house. And had two strippers. Yeah. And the one of them's little novelty was, they were both totally naked, of course. She had Tootsie Pop Drops. Mm-hmm. And she would lay you down and put the stick in your mouth. Yeah. She would squat over you, completely take the Tootsie Pop Drop all the way up her pussy. Yeah. Where, where the point is where she was sitting on your face. Mm-hmm. Then she would get up. Take it out of her pussy and stick the tootsie okay, roll. Okay, but in your I still mouth. don't see that as being anywhere near as weird. Because uh, yeah, you're putting something in your pussy, putting it in the mouth. These are teeth. This guy's probably already ate some chili that day. You know what I mean? He, who knows when the last time you cleaned these false teeth? There's a lot of things that go on. That you you have a lot of things in your teeth that you, you probably shouldn't have in your pussy. You know what I mean? And even when you're licking <laughs> yeah. pussy, it's not like you're sticking your whole mouth inside the vagina. You know, no. you're just uh, yeah. you know licking and doing whatever. This guy's teeth, his molars. You know, in the very back, the shit. That choose the good stuff is in this lady's vagina like that's fucking insane to me it's gross yeah i mean the tootsie pop okay that's that's one but thing. what's it grosser for her or him you nasty bitch you just put somebody's teeth Both. in your pussy but it's equal oh. i don't i don't know i think because it's gross. the same time i think it's grosser for her 
Well, but think about this. She's a stripper, okay? She is on stage probably hours at this point. She's not just a stripper, dude. She's a stripper that's going to stick teeth but she's in her got, vagina. She's got a, some stuff good growing in there for <laughs> four hours. She's got some sweat, and she's yeah. probably got a little of that yellow stuff that pops out every now and oh, then. Oh, she's a little pussy pussy? A little cheese, yeah. Yeah, a little extra cheese on the taco, and, yeah. and the teeth are going up there, too, and then he popped them right in his fucking mouth. Man, this looks like a special effects smoke vision. Because I'll move that over a little bit. <laughs> So I think it's gross on both ends. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just surprised that this is even going on out there, but I'm glad it happens. These, That's a uh, dedicated lady to her craft. It is. You but, know? you know, I've worked at a titty bar for three years. Mm -hmm. I saw how these girls lived. I wouldn't have fucked any of them. No, no, that's why I'm. That's part of the reason I'm not in the titty bars. Strippers, for the most part, and I know there's going to be exceptions out there and everything else, but for the most part, strippers gross me out. Like I'm just like, Ugh. well, I mean, I guess I'll look at your the titty stereotypes far, are, are true. I mean, they're all fucking just partiers looking well, for all, fucking Xanax. I bar. imagine well, seventy percent are. It was more like eighty. Okay, and then in the, in the twenty percent, you had twenty percent of <laughs> girls who were mothers mm -hmm. and they made a really good living so they came in they did their job and they left the other ha the other 80 percent are like oh you want to party after sure we'll meet you blah 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 you know mm -hmm. and they're pretty fucking nasty yeah I, i'm not in the strippers but the inventor of those stripper boots and shoes yeah is a fucking genius because these girls would go on the stage with these fucking boots and shoes on legs look tight ass looks tight as soon as they go in the back and take them off ugh. It just falls. <laughs> yeah. Those boots are really fucking amazing. Well, and I mean, the lighting and everything else that's probably going yeah. on in a strip club. Because I was in the dressing room at night getting paid. Yeah. All these naked girls walking around going, you were up there? Ew. Exactly. You know, uh, gross. That, I think the lighting does a lot, the angles, everything else. But, yeah. you know, you are not got, you know, real bright lights on a stripper. Oh, you no, know it's I mean? dark in there. Yeah, it's a little dark in there. Yeah, you it's know? dark in there. You but see you know what? Shadows. For the most part, they were, you know, I'd say half of them were, you know, decent people. I mm -hmm. mean, Cole K to talk to and stuff. But would I have wanted, got an issue with them? Would just... I have wanted anything to do with them on a personal level? Absolutely not. Because you're either gonna end up in the middle of, you know, her and her fucking crazy boyfriend are fighting, or I really need a Xanax bar. <coughs> you got to help me get one. Or I can't pay you tonight. How about you know you I suck your dick or what? Mm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of. Um misfit people in that industry you know, that maybe didn't have the best childhood yeah. maybe didn't get that extra hug from dad lots of those uh, maybe dad touched I mean, there's all sorts of weird shit that happened you yeah know? late night sneaky uh, uncle that kind of thing usually don't have a normal life and grew up <clears> a stripper no but, you know i'm sure they do exist i'm sure they're, they're, well, they're out there but, i knew a couple that yeah. that you know were just there supporting their kids and they came in there the thing hot hot women and they'd come in make five to thousand dollars a night and off they went, you know. Yeah, I only really know one stripper, and I actually contacted her to try to get her to go on the show, and she didn't seem very interested. So really, yeah. Oh, I think we can get a stripper. But she was more. Of, I don't. I mean, she was a stripper, but she was a traveling stripper, like you know. So I think she was more of that higher class thing. Yeah. And, and now I don't think it even does the strip anymore. Now she does those stupid ass uh, cams. No, no, no. Where they dress up and like different outfits and, and dance oh, but yeah. it's not real stripping <clears throat> yeah. hey, you know it's shit that other chicks are into more than dudes i forget yeah. what they even call it but that's uh, not my thing no I, I don't like those no i need i need tits and uh veg no nah, yeah that's like shit that like you know guys with greased back hair go to and you know and, and a bunch of lesbian looking chicks that aren't actually lesbians are really into yeah but, but they still try to fuck them yeah like strip clubs not 
that's a different kind of animal there. Well, the last time I, I went to one, <clears throat> long it, fuck twenty twenty some years ago. I've never been. We went into the Brass Rail. Yeah. In Covington, I swear to God, we brass walked. Brass ass? No, it's called the Brass Rail. They got a Brass Rail and a Brass ass. Maybe in maybe that one's closed. Or but no, this, the Brass ass is in Newport. Newport. Yeah. yeah. This was called the Brass Rail. We mm-hmm. went in there, and the girl said, "Me and my buddy sitting there was like eight of us in there." Hey, do you want to dance? And the guy's like, well, yeah, I'll take one. But they didn't do them right there at the table. Yeah. They had a little room in the back, you know, like a lot of places do. <clears throat> she goes, you want the, the 20 or the 30? And he goes, well, fuck it, just give me the 30. Yeah, it's you 10 know? bucks. Let me, let's me let see the 30. So it was in a back room. There was a curtain in front. And it went in there, and she mentioned motioned to another girl, and the other girl came over and basically stood at the curtain watching and she didn't dance at all. She dropped straight down, sucked his dick in front of 20 people Yeah, that were back there getting dances. Sucked his dick that, right on the spot. That's a, that's a nasty whore for 30 bucks. $30. That's a cheap blowjob, too. Yeah. That's a cheap blowjob if like, you're in an alley, more or less. I, than I guess the 20 place. would have been the dance. You actually got the dance. Just, but we're just sucking did. dicks in Covington, huh? Yeah. She know. just dropped down, sucked his dick right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a well, I ain't gonna call my friend because I thought he was a giant fucking douche. This kid that lived up the street that hung out in my house a lot. Um, I remember him going to one of the ones in Covington, and he was bragging about licking one of their buttholes. And I'm like, ooh, like, <laughs> yeah. that's nothing to brag about. You no. licking the butthole of a stripper? Yeah. He and and, and he, he said he had to buy a bottle of wine, but it was really it was just Boone's Farm, and they were charging sixty five dollars for a bottle of Boone's Farm. <laughs> It's like $5. Exactly. Well, that's how they're making their money is they got idiots like him that like, all right, you, you get to lick their butthole, but you got to spend $65 on Boone's Farm. I don't lick sweaty butthole. I don't lick stripper butthole. No. No. Especially not a stripper that's going to let you lick her butthole. I mean, this is a dirty whore. Yeah. Well, a lot of the uh, titty bars in Covington got shut down years ago. Well, they should have, obviously. But well, they were all Actually, doing. I should say they shouldn't, because I don't give a fuck if strippers are out giving blowjobs in clubs. That's fine with but, me. But, I mean, there was 10 but guys on couches around it. getting dances, and she's right in front of all of them, sucking his dick. I'd have a hard time paying and attention other, to my dance. The other one watched, oh, we were so fucking polluted, drunk, it, it wouldn't have made any I'm difference. just saying, I'd be watching the blowjob. I'd be like, hey, I mean, this could but it was like, he said it was like factory work. I mean, she dropped down, <laughs> sucked his dick till he nutted real quick. Yeah. Thanks, see ya. Yeah, it's no different than that rub and tug. No. But, but thirty bucks is really cheap for a blowjob. Thirty dollars. You know what I mean? That's that's cheap. Yeah. Well, I mean that was twenty years ago. Over twenty years ago. Oh, okay. Inflation. So we're, yeah. we're talking about a fifty-five dollar blowjob now. Yeah, I think this girl would probably still do it for probably twenty. Everybody, you know, she looks a lot worse probably now. This is twenty years ago. <clears throat> this bitch might suck, suck your dick for a fucking Xanax, dude. During so. that during that fucking uh, brief period when I got out of the bar business and just and went uh, delivering bread for butternut. Yeah. I'd go to Covington and these bitches would say, give me a ride a mile up the road, I'll suck your dick. Or give me a loaf of bread, I'll suck well, your dick. Well, those are crackheads. Yeah. I mean, crackheads will suck your dick for anything. Yeah. I, I mean, mean just, as Chris Rock was willing to suck dick. Pookie. They're just, yeah, that, that's that's their currency. That's yeah. what that's what they work but in. But a loaf of bread. Stolen goods and blowjobs. A loaf of that's bread. It. Well, I, you know, I guess you're pretty low if you're sucking dick for a loaf of bread. That sounds like someone that's just really hungry. <laughs> well, and I gave her, I gave her a loaf. I said, you "Keep the blowjob, you know. I'll give yeah, you a loaf of just bread." Take this moldy loaf. I gave her a stale one that well, I pulled out of the store. Of course, you have to. You're gonna give her the fresh loaf. <laughs> no, you're gonna pay for that. Yeah, exactly. Well, fuck that. But uh, I mean, I, for a blowjob, maybe. Well, I think these days, man, sex is—it's uh, so much different. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, you know, you went out with a girl, whatever. You met her at a bar. If you got laid, it was kind of a big deal. Fuck, mm-hmm. I got laid, you know, right away. Now it's kind of expected. 
if you go out and hang out with a girl and and drink and there's a, you know any kind of chemistry, it's pretty much understood. There's going to be some fucking or a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, same thing with me. When I was growing up, you know, your uncle would blow you in the closet, and then you go back to Thanksgiving dinner. You'd finish your meal and you move on. But now everybody's got these weird expectations, and I don't get it. <clears throat> are they expectations or are they just the way it is now? I think it's just the way it is. Yeah, I do too. I Honestly, if I. Uh, you know, if it was a friend and I hung out with her, but I mean, if there was like any kind of weird chemistry with a girl and, hey, you want to go out and get drunk tonight, I would be expecting that something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think she would too. Yeah, see, I just wipe my fat mouth off and go finish the Thanksgiving dinner. I, it, it's just, you know, it's Thursday. What else are you going to do? That's it. You know, football's and, on. You know, if the lights are off, it doesn't count as your uncle. Ah, lights just, are off. We're listening to anthrax. It was it was a fucking heavy metal experience. I, see, you should get blown by, to uh, run to the hills by Iron Maiden. It's no. It's a good one. But Iron Run Maiden sounds gay. And then right when she when she's sucking you, mm-hmm. you do the little drum fill at the <laughs> end. Yeah, that is a good move. Yeah. Do it on her head. Yeah. 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 The little Nico McBrain. I wonder how that would work. I, next day, well, I mean, it's never gonna work in my life nowadays. But you know, getting <clears> a blowjob and play wipeout on her head while she's doing it. See if that helps it out a little. Bob <laughs> Sullivan can teach you that. He'll teach you wipeout. Oh good for Bob, you fucking goof. Wipeout. Because everything he does is wipeout. I think pretty sure everybody can do wipeout, can't they? <clears throat> Your hands got to move pretty quick. Dude, I don't know. I can do wipeout. I can't play drums that well, but I can play wipeout. Yeah, well, there's not a whole lot to it. It's just yeah. a little speed. But I'm going to ask Bob. <coughs> um, but me, you know, blowjob, you know how I am with blowjobs. It's a good uh, quick appetizer, <laughs> but I don't want it to be the whole thing. Uh, sorry for the coughing episode. This, uh, I need some JJ. Dude, I'm uh, not feeling it. The The lung butter is working. It sucks. It does, man. Time got, of year. I got a fucking clogged drain in the basement, too. I got to take care of the next couple of days. Turd? Nah, no, 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 no. The floor drain. Oh. The basement floor drain. Whenever you run the shower, the water comes up through it and starts You flooding. got a septic tank? No, but, you know, I, I got some kind of package. Yeah. So I got to call a plumber out. I, I've been fucking with it. You look online and they're like, put some baking soda and vinegar down there and you're fucking making little volcanoes like you're a fifth grader science project did you try it oh of course i did because i had to see if it would work and i'm not trying to play the plumbing bill so i'm trying to do everything i can't possibly to do it for well, free you go to home depot for 15 dollars and rent a snake they're not 15 dollars. they're 80 for the electronic snakes i mean you can get a regular snake for a toilet that's fine but this i think has to go pretty deep so um i have a snake i own one but I, for one thing we can't get it down there i don't know what's going on i'm gonna so try it, it again after the show to see if i can it, figure is it yours out hooked up to a drill no Oh, yours is the crank kind. Yeah, crank kind. Uh, I think you need the kind hook up to a I drill. Do, you probably do, and those are a little bit more expensive than than fifteen dollars. But either way, uh, yeah, I got to call a plumber out tomorrow. I'm not fucking happy. The house smells funny now because he's we've had sitting water on the carpet down there, and the so I had to take all that carpet out, throw it away. Oh, you did. It's it's leaking into the basement. <clears throat> not to the basement, to the to the laundry room. Oh, okay. But they fucking this asshole that i bought the house from had carpet in the laundry room so i had to tear it up <laughs> and no paint behind the and medicine no paint. Cabinet. That, fuck that, him yeah that guy sucks <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> so uh what's going on anything new Nah, nothing <clears throat> nothing really new but uh, you know i do have uh, a hero this week so why don't we get to that i like heroes yeah let's get to him i need a hero holding down for a hero Double morning light He's got to be strong, and he's got to be fast, and he's got to be larger than life. Hero! Uh, you know, the song kind of grows on me. Uh, I mean, all it is is the regular song just made corny. Yeah. I mean, so. 
Well, right. it, it stops us from getting the uh, copyright. Yeah, it yeah. stops us from the copyright. Really, I wish we could use that song. Um, so the, the hero section of our show, if you haven't watched before, this is where we mention someone that's really making a positive impact in the world, you know, for one way or the other. Sometimes it's uh, worse, sometimes it's good. But either way, my hero this week is up in Canada, all right? And he started up in Vancouver. He started his own mobile store called the Drugs Store, where he literally, like a food truck, is going around and selling crack cocaine, heroin, crystal meth, cocaine, not in jail? MDMA, DMT, acid, everything. He's walking around selling. Now, the limit is you can only buy two and a half grams of whatever drug Oh, it's you're... legal. Well, here's the thing. It's legal and it's not legal. In Vancouver... <clears throat> In Vancouver, they legalized possession of these drugs, but they didn't legalize selling it. So he's not legally allowed selling it. So he'd be in trouble if he got So caught. technically, and maybe he's already got shut down by now. This just <clears> opened <throat> the other day. He's been talking about it for a long time. His name's Jerry Martin. He's 51. And like I said, he opened a store called The Drugs Store. I like that. Uh, Wednesday in Vancouver. What I do like about it is it isn't like a food truck kind of thing. So he's driving around selling things. And it's meth you know like could you imagine just going up to a food truck in cincinnati and like i'll take a gram of crystal meth sir and it tells you it was your tested best and well th and that's his thing all right so like i said vancouver legalized the possession of of drugs in small amounts all right they but you can't sell them so it's kind of like one of those weird, weird loopholes because they find people selling them you can technically be arrested now i don't think they're going out there trying to get them as much but still, this is a big test. Now, his thing is, he's saying Vancouver legalized all these drugs, but they put no provisions in to actually keep it safe. He's like, so uh, right now, fentanyl deaths are like out the roof up there. You know what I mean? Because you never know what the fuck so you're getting. So he's selling clean So stuff. what he's saying, and apparently he had a family member and a close friend both die, and he's a former addict that both died from uh, fentanyl overdoses and stuff. And his whole thing is like, all right, if the state and the country's not going to do this, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make sure they're getting tested stuff that's clean and pure and, you know, at least they know what they're doing. So if you're taking heroin, sure, it might kill you, but at least it's going to be the heroin that's going to kill you, not the fentanyl or anything else. And, and that's his whole thing. And he's, he's he said he knows he's eventually going to get arrested. He's doing this just to challenge them and just to put it out there like, hey, if you're going to legalize drugs like this, cool. You know, I believe everyone should have the right to do whatever they want. But what you're doing by not actually putting any kind of provisions on it is you're setting up a death trap for a lot of people. Yeah. Because now every fentanyl person in the world <clears throat> is going to go to that area and go, hey, I can sell all these drugs. And they don't give a fuck that all these people are dying. Yeah. And not only that, but I, I heard that fentanyl is actually by itself becoming like people are seeking it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There like was they, a woman who just bought fentanyl. a whole shit ton of it Yeah, for her own personal use. That's what use. I mean. Like, yeah. it's not it's not now just a drug that just happens to be in your drugs. <clears throat> now people are like, well, all right, well, my last cocaine had some fentanyl. I like that. Like, <laughs> Well, but I think the, in the whole thing with fentanyl is, you know, you can take up to this much. Well, that's the probably thing. Over, I, I'm guessing dead. if you if you bought fentanyl by itself and it was 100% legal or not legal, but you know, regulate it in that, in that sense. And you knew exactly how much you were taking. It wouldn't be as dangerous because you would just, well, know, right. you just know that <clears> I have to take a very, very, very small amount. It's kind of like ketamine. I, I mean, like I said, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. done ketamine before and we've both done cocaine before. And you know, a cocaine line's a decent size line, Yeah, you know, not huge, but it, it's a decent size line. Ketamine, they call it, it is bumps. You you can't do that line of you ketamine. You like the little spoon. Yeah. If you do like a, a cocaine line of ketamine, you're, you're out. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know if it'll kill you. I'm sure if you do a certain amount, it would. But I mean, either way, it's way too much. Ketamine was always real, real small amounts. And I imagine fentanyl is probably like that, too. It's just super, super small amount you would have to do. But I don't know, man. 
I've always told you, and I know we disagree on this, that I think that all drugs should be legal and regulated. And in that way, I think in the end, you end up saving more lives than you lost. I just think it's, it's, it's a hard sell because I do understand that addicts fucking suck. So, you know, the idea that there might be more addicts, that, that sucks. But I just think it's safer in the end. So I appreciate what he's doing um, and the fact that he knows that he's probably going to get arrested eventually. And he's doing it just to bring attention to this. Uh, he's probably, making money. Uh, I was going to say he's probably making <clears throat> a fair amount of money, too. He said he charges street prices, you know, so it's pretty much a. a I forget what he was saying, but either way, he, he charges basic street prices. So it's not like he's like overcharging or anything, but he is putting the money into it to get tested, which your local dealers. A max do. of two and a half grams. Well, because that is the max that you can have. Oh, okay. So we won't say anything illegal. Yes. I mean, uh, like technically, you if walk you walk away, away you from it and you got arrested, that person's fine. You're allowed having, yeah. <laughs> you're allowed having two and a half grams of meth in Vancouver. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think two it's and a half idea. grams of Coke is a decent amount of Coke. Yeah, it's I mean, a little bit less than eight ball. Half, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit less than an eight ball, but it's not a I've giant heard. amount. I mean, it, it makes sense if if you're just doing a line or two a day, that's going to last you a few days at least. You know, that's not, um, you know, to a big cokehead, that's <clears throat> it's going to last them an hour and a half. But um, yeah, but uh, meth, acid, everything, DMT. Yeah, I just like the. Does signs. he do heroin? Uh, yeah, yeah, heroin. There's a picture of heroin right there. Tested April thirtieth, twenty twenty three. Your local tested heroin. Um, I don't know, man. I I think it's a great idea. I really do. I, I appreciate this guy. Uh, I know he is, um, you know, making some money. That said, he started using drugs when he was fourteen. Was addicted to alcohol and injecting cocaine by fifteen. He was un. I like these fucking articles these days. He was unhoused for the next fifteen years. Unhoused. He was homeless. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. How is that worse? How is unhoused the better term? I don't know. You don't have a house. Unhoused. That's the <clears> stupidest <throat> shit I've ever fucking I guess, heard. <clears throat> I guess unhoused means you were kicked out. I don't, you know, like, <clears throat> when, like, me and certain people, <clears throat> uh, you know, maybe, maybe like your hardcore Republicans, we, we can both sit there and agree that, or even you, that political correctness is out of, out of line. It's crazy. I hate it. All right? I hate it. But when I say that... I'm talking about shit like this, unhoused and stuff like that. When they're talking about it, they're talking about gay people. <laughs> like, we got to yeah. be nice to gay people? Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. But it's I everything. I agree to politically correct is, is fucking out of line when you see stupid things like unhoused. Come on. Maybe that's how they say it in Canada. We're, no, that's it, a thing. I've heard this otherwise. It's a very liberal, stupid, fucking everybody's equal bullshit thing, which, well, sure, everybody's equal. But if you if you don't have a house, you're homeless. It's not yeah. a big deal. It's just the same. Th it's saying the same thing in a different way. It does not make it better. It's fucking dumb. If you get offended because someone calls you homeless and you don't have a home, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? I don't feel, I mean, I guess I feel bad for you because you're homeless, but I don't feel bad that someone said the exact truth of what the situation is. You don't have a house. You're homeless. Well, that's Unhoused, true. homeless, same <clears> fucking <throat> thing. Shut up. Yeah, you live on the street, period. Anyway, we'll, we'll get off this. I just wanted to give my respects out to old fucking uh, whatever his name is up there in Vancouver, out there slinging those Jerry healthy Martin. drugs. Jerry Martin, I appreciate what you're doing. All right. Good come up. Used to be. Yeah, but the only thing about it is. shooting. He's shooting cocaine at age 15. That's hardcore. I think 
I think he's making a butt ton of money. He's probably making some money, but it's, it's See, a limited thing. <clears throat> he knows he's going to get arrested. Now, not if, I, allow if, I thought, if I thought for one second. Attention. This was in New York Times. This was in everywhere. I mean, it was a big deal. So he probably got arrested that week. If your argument of legalizing drugs, blah, blah, yeah. blah. If I thought that could stop the fucking cartels that are fucking killing thousands of people and fucking making billions of dollars. <laughs> if I thought I could stop the cartel by the government regulating these drugs, mm-hmm. I might be more for it. But it's just like the marijuana thing. It would slow down the cartels. It would it would make them. It, it changes the business. I'm talking if it wipes them out, but because the marijuana thing, this medical marijuana, the recreational marijuana, it's still cheaper to buy it from Fernando down the fucking road. Uh, update on this story: Two days ago, he was arrested. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he opened the drugstore to give access, and he uh, he was arrested less than 24 hours after launching the business. 24 so, hours. Yeah, yeah. He, he had the, the drug store was open first. So if you got your heroin from Jerry up there in Vancouver, I'm glad you got it before he was popped because he did go to jail. And, you know, he said he was going to, though. So he was doing this to make this point. That's I think that's what I respect more about it. I mean, you say he's making a lot of money, sure, but he only did it for a day. So I, I respect him. Well, but he is totally he, fucked. He's totally fucked on the possession part, too, because he's got bags of this shit. Oh, no, he's fucked regardless. But, I mean, I don't think he cared. I think he was happy to, you know to make his point and, and look and look at all the attention he got you know it was covered by vice it was covered and that was they had another article there in the bbc um you know uh, article and all everywhere so see i think i want to i'm going to do that and i'm going to set up my own business much must be 18 blah mm-hmm. blah blah a mobile whorehouse I'll have like two whores. Yeah, mobile. Uh, and I'll travel around. Hey, any guys need to lose their virginity? Any mm-hmm. any widowers that are fucking lonely and fucking blah 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 unencumbered? Come unencumbered. to me. Or you know, yeah, just but, a, you know, mobile but, mobile glory holes. I just don't want to be labeled the word pimp. I don't. I don't. Pimp don't fit me. Yeah. I know pimping ain't easy. I, you don't have a cane. But yeah, I, I, or a or a big hat, purple hat, or yeah. anything like that. But how cool would that be? Just drive around in a van mm-hmm. with two whores. Okay, you and the one whore. Would you call it the horse store? No, I'd call it. Um, it would be something to do with the van, the uh, you know, or the the mobile something, the pleasure pleasure palace, or, or oh, something okay. like that. Mm. You know, the, the something wagon, anything. But you got a pussy bed wagon? in the back of the van. You could go the Quentin Tarantino thing and do the the pussy wagon. You could. Yeah. Every week, my horse or my. Uh, uh, hostesses mm-hmm. go to a doctor and get tested blah 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 we drive around in this van it's got a nice bed in the back me and the one who doesn't get selected wait outside while you guys do your thing inside and off we go wait a minute you're part of it you're 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 up for sale no no i'm the driver and oh, i make okay. the deals okay and the one that yeah, gets selected yeah. i thought you were up for selection too and you didn't get selected no i'm the driver and uh and i i these girls work for me all right so in a sense i guess i'm a pimp but yeah, definitely. We're driving to neighborhoods and and basically offering the service. You don't have to go to a hotel and pay the hotel bills. You got a clean girl here. You got- hey, I think it's a great service. Yeah. I don't see the problem with it at all. Mobile whore. Yeah, and the fact that it's mobile, I, I just like the mobile. Because you know? I don't think the word whore is a bad thing because that's what they called them years it's, ago. It's a. Does it sound worse than hooker? I don't know. I don't know. Is it, is it unhoused homeless? I mean, or is it a? Is it different? But see, it's different. You know, we when we see a guy living under a bridge, he's homeless. We don't. I don't ever even consider him house, unhoused. But when you think of prostitute, you got prostitute, I, you got hooker, you got whore. I like calling them urban campers. 
<laughs> urban campers. Yeah, they're just urban camping. You know, we all, uh, us, we go out into the forest, we set up tents and everything, and we're out in the woods and we got a fire and everything. They do it in the city under bridges. They're just camping. Oh, oh, oh. What I'll do is. I'll ca- well, I can't. I don't want to cater it. I don't want to limit myself. I was going to say I can cater it to eighteen-year-old men out for their first, mm-hmm. and it could be called "Pop My Cherry." Pop My Cherry is a good name. But then the old homeless or the old uh, lonely guy who doesn't have a wife mm-hmm. anymore, he doesn't feel like yeah, he's welcome. I, I, there. I think the Johns are more going to be an older crowd or a middle-aged crowd than they're going to be a young crowd in general. I, I think just yeah. people that go to hookers. Yeah, I don't think you get many eighteen-year-olds going to hookers. No, you know what I mean. Right. Like, uh, Seventeen, but I mean it, it. It could be like a food truck where I drive to different locations, or I could just literally bring it to you. Yeah, where do you want me to meet you? Well, <clears throat> this is almost sex advice. So. be good baby it's gonna be good welcome everybody it's time for sex advice from an aging cocksmith and that's me (laughs) i've got a new toy that i tried out and i'm going to uh pass it on to you uh i will have a picture i i didn't take a picture of it because um i didn't but you know me and, and the anal beads i've i've done anal beads i enjoyed them um and I'm not opposed to something very small being in my rectum. Not opposed to it at all. So on the advice of my buddy or friend, I purchased a thing called a prostate massager. Ooh, I don't like that name. <clears throat> well, apparently, you know, you can have the orgasm through the prostate without even touching your dick. I wanted to see if it's possible. So this thing showed up, uh, $27 was the cost. It was very thin. It was probably the uh, <clears throat> the thickness of a pencil, okay? But it had knobs on it like anal beads. But it was firm, like a like a boner to where you could, if you pushed it down, it would go doing, 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 and mm-hmm. bounce back to its position. Really soft rubber. <clears throat> the point what you're supposed to do with this thing is lube it up, bury it in your ass as as far as you could, it was about this long. I'd say it was about five to six inches long. Masturbate or have sex with this th- uh, uh, with your partner, but turn this thing on. You're supposed to achieve the ultimate orgasm through <clears throat> the massage of your prostate. Yeah. Two settings is all it had. Low or high. I say I'll start with the low. Okay. I turn it on. Ooh, feels weird. And then... It hit a spot, okay? It hit whatever spot it was supposed to hit. So I cranked it up to high. Oh. While I'm jerking off with this thing, I'm jerking off because she wasn't there. This thing, it's kind of uncomfortable. Well, it's in your butt. It's in your butt. It's kind of uncomfortable. But when, like, I wasn't ready for the nut part until this thing tingled on the right thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. Dead. When you nut, there's a certain amount of pulsating, right? Yeah. The pulsating didn't stop for like 20 seconds, dude. The nut was done. 
and this, everything was just still doing this. I'd even pulled the thing out, and inside my butthole, I could feel it was like something making a fist, doing this, in and out, in and out, in and out. <coughs> I hit myself up around the neck area, and that don't happen with me anymore. One little blast hit me like in that little hole right here. Yeah. Where you do a tracheotomy. <laughs> I played swimming pool with my neck hole. But I'm telling you, Ew. the most intense orgasm I've had in five years. I, it was by yourself. I recommend it. Yeah. It sounds. As like a matter of fact, I don't recommend. I endorse. I need it now. <laughs> Can't do it every time. It's, it's really fucking intense. I, really fucking intense. I um think it's kind of gay. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, it, yeah. Uh, here, it's a pencil in my ass. I get it, but you're by yourself. Like, I understood the anal <clears> stuff, <throat> like if you're with a partner and you got all this stuff going on. But if you're sticking things up your ass and there's no one else around, I'm weirded out by it. <laughs> Just, I'm weirded out by it. I don't know. I know. No, I know it's not gay because I'm not no going to do it every time. There's no other uh, male with you, but uh, I plan on doing it during intercourse. Yeah, well, I mean that makes sense. This I get, was I, the experimental phase. I got that part of it, but I, you know, when you're, you're just hanging out by yourself on a Tuesday, <clears> sticking things <throat> well, in your ass, I start thinking different. As we talked about with the masturbation thing, I'm, masturbation thing with me is a let's get it over <laughs> with. I don't want it to be that intense when I'm by myself. I was going to say, let's get it over with. You're sticking shit in your ass. Well, I won't be doing that. Yeah. Unless I'm testing, with her. I was testing it. Testing the product. But when it was over, I felt like, well, that's not how I jerk off. I jerk off to get it over with. Yeah. I don't want a production. How do you do it, Kane? What? <laughs> Nothing. What you doing, buddy? Oh, just the All right. Just getting the basketball. You're ruining our jerk off stories. All right. So I will not, and let me clarify, I will not be doing this by myself probably ever again mm -hmm. because it was much too big of a, a production. To do. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, and I was sitting there by myself with something in my butt. But <laughs> when the girl's over, especially Butt Eater, because she's the one to turn me on to it, yeah. it will be in there. Well, it has to be at least once, right? It will be in there. The, the butthole will be penetrated. I don't like things in my butt on a regular basis. Me either. On a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But this orgasm was something like I haven't felt in a while. This thing was like one of those. <laughs> and normally my jerk off orgasms are like this. And it's done. Yeah. Maybe I, I might smirk a little. It's over with. This was intense. And I can't wait to do it while like I'm being ridden. By your butt eater. While you're being ridden? Yeah. They have something in your butt? Because that really I don't want to... Well, you. the thing about it is, I think with me pumping, I think that thing would pop out. <laughs> you know, there's no, no no strap in there to hold it in. It just sits in there. Just pop out. So I think my butt cheeks have got to be uh, squeezed together to keep that in. So I squeeze the butt cheeks together. Butt eater can ride. And I want to see what that's like. But I give it, honestly, and as far as... Now, some of these people that do this crazy sex stuff, mm -hmm. they do it all the time, so it becomes mundane. I won't do this all the time. This yeah. thing will probably be in my cornhole maybe three times a year. I literally couldn't handle it. I, when I was done, I was shaking. That's three times a year. I was shaking. Yeah. I didn't like it by myself, but the orgasm was crazy. It was. It kind of reminded me of when you were a kid. When you are a little kid and you first start jerking off, as soon as you nutted, this horrible guilt feeling pop fell over you. Not me. I wasn't Catholic. I felt guilty. I was like, 
that that's more than a, a quick jerk off. That was an event. You felt guilty because you got off uh, with something <clears throat> in your butt. So and there's still there's still that 1982 Chris in you that's going fag. You know, like that's that's the problem is that's what your guilt is. It, it'll be in my butt three times a year, but it was crazy intense. So my advice, if you want to experience an orgasm, because guys when they come, it's uh when girls do it, it's like an event. You know what I mean? If you want to experience an orgasm like a girl, yeah. Try the uh, prostate massage. I don't know if this is going to work or not, but let's see. And this is this was something I wanted to ask you. About eight and a half. Yes. Being a bull is kind of gay. What do you mean? Why? You're not like this dude fucking some guy's wife. Right. You're his beat-off material. Right. Like, uh, it's like, if you don't fuck whenever you want, he's like, I'm, t- I'm ready to jerk off. Go fuck my wife. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, a, it's not no, it's, it's definitely it's weird. not the dynamic yeah. we think it is where a guy just walks in the room it's like yo get your wife over I'm gonna fuck her you're gonna do nothing it's the opposite you're the bitch he's like I'm coming out of my cuck shed it's yes. time for me to jerk off as you were Dude, right? you're like an evil what is that guy I disagree. So, so what do you think? I was going to say. Do I disagree. You, do you agree or no mm-hmm. on that one? I, I I had that saved a little while ago, and that's from Andrew Schultz's show, uh, Flagrant 2, I believe is the actual name of the show. I don't know why it's called <laughs> Flagrant 2, but either way, it, it's a funny show. Um, and they were talking about cucking, and, and Andrew's uh, perspective on it is it is gay to be the bull because – you were basically this guy's jerk off material, which I, you know. mine doesn't jerk off though. Well, I know, but I mean, he's, that's it's, why I it's did. still getting them. I mean, he's still enjoying it. This well, yeah, is but his, his sexual fantasy. You were acting out his fantasy. You will not, he will not deter me. <laughs> this is the, the guy doesn't jerk off when Stand I'm there. Stand up for the bulls, all right? Well, he doesn't jack off when I'm there. I'm sure a lot of them do, mm-hmm. but mine doesn't. All right, and that's I know, one but of my it's rules. still okay. You take the jerking off factor out of it. <laughs> You're still his sexual fantasy. You're still acting out his fantasy. I'm good with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with it. Not gay. No, I'm not gay. No, I know you're not, but I'm just saying the the act in itself. Uh, no, because I'm I've been around enough of these people who are swingers, and I know that it's a turn on for the guy mostly to just watch his wife get plowed because he can't either can't plow her or it's just exciting for him to watch. Either way, whatever the rationale is that I'm trying to find. Mm-hmm. I disagree, and you're not going to deter me. <laughs> you will not change his opinion no. on this, no matter what. Don't oppress me. Yeah, I'm not gay. The guy's not gay. Uh, I, guess, I don't know. No, I, I tend point. to agree with you, but I, I thought it was a funny take on it because I, 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 I'd never heard that take. And what I like about Schultz is most of that stuff's you know they're just hitting in conversation, so mm-hmm. it's not like something he's yeah uh, that comedy guy, bit or anything. That guy's the same guy in the next segment says that marijuana is a drug. Yeah, he's a liar piece of shit yeah fuck him fucking uh, lying yeah, I won't piece be of shit i w- absolutely will not because mine doesn't jerk off hey you know what uh do you get a little buzzing sound in your headphones or is that just me like, it's you're... just you okay good because i when you talk it's it's yeah no, I'm, I'm getting nothing well that bums me out because these were expensive headphones and uh if they're already it fucked might up, just be that your cable's not connected all the way yeah there could be problems i don't you know need a little feedback there you know what else is funny about this episode so What's if you it? guys are watching it said 171 the whole episode and turns out it's 172 so i'm gonna go ahead and fix that about halfway through the show that's what you weigh now and um, 172 i wish that's what i fucking weighed i ain't nowhere fucking close to that buddy you will be one seventy two. You're shrinking down, bud. I've lost weight, but not. I'm. I'm not there yet. I'm not even close to being there yet. Feel healthier at all? No. I. You know. I. Your pants. Start I was thinking a about bit the other baggy. day. You know, when you're fat, 
and maybe I just always took this for granted, like, or not granted, but I just figured I, all fatties or all people maybe were like this, where you just get pains all the time. You're just in pain. Like all of a sudden you're fucking something hurts and it hurts for like a week and then it goes away and yeah. then, but it's always something. There's always something with a fatty I felt like, and I don't know if it's all people, but I feel like that I haven't had that much recently. So I'm thinking, well, maybe that was just, you know, uh, an inflammation from all the shitty things I'm eating and all that Could kind of be. shit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't eat as much anymore. That's it. I, I, I kind of stopped dieting. I just don't eat that much because uh, my shots don't let me. And I'm just not hungry. I, I don't. Yeah, I was reading that you have to mourn the loss of your food. And I kind of went through that where it kind of depressed me that I couldn't eat. You know, like it was it's late at night and I might have just smoked a bunch of weed. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go pig out. And and that used to give you like this buzz to a certain extent. And now it doesn't do that to you. Food was your crack. And if, exactly. It really was. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a food addict. I would say that. I have no problem admitting that. You know, like addiction runs in my family pretty strong. And I'm glad I didn't get it with alcohol. But I got it with food. I mean, uh, you know, I got it with food and and I would binge eat, and, like, especially if I was any, you know, sad or mad or happy, I mean, like I miss all of it. You would celebrate with food. And now I can't do that. And it's, and when I, the first month that I couldn't do that, it, it literally depressed me. Well, um, then you were mourning the loss. Yeah. And, the I, and then I, you know, and I'm just, I read a lot of shit and, 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 and I seen that I came across an article was about that of mourning the loss of food. And it kind of cracked me up because it sounds so fucking stupid. But it was kind of true in that situation. Hey, I do have some advice for the men out there. You know, it's not sex advice, but it's summertime, right? And um, it, it's starting to become flip-flop season. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, all fucking men, if you want pussy, if that's something that that's like you want a girlfriend, you want whatever, don't wear flip-flops. Ladies do not like flip-flops. I find that a little hypocritical on your part. Okay, how so? Because you wear those horrible, ugly Crocs. I'm at my house. It's the same thing. I'm at my house. You wore them to the cabin. To the cabin with a bunch of dudes. I think you'll wear them out. I might. I am not in the market for pussy. Uh, uh, you know I what I mean? So, and, and, and here's the thing. And I will say that. Like, if you're hanging out with your boys and you want to wear flip-flops, okay, cool. If you're one of the... Like, you, even those Adidas if, if, flip-flops no, that are No, dude. Girls do not like flip-flops. No one wants to see dude feet. That's all there is to it. I don't own flip-flops. Uh, yeah, I, I have a pair of slides, those Adidas slides, and then I got a pair of those Adidas Crocs. And I, and I wear both of them around the house, and I might wear them... To go to the fucking, I do have a pair of slides. I might go to the corner store or something like that in them, but I don't. You won't ever see me like go out at the night with flip flops on. You know, I'm not gonna. No, like not I'm not going to a bar or something anywhere. Like I'm not going to the Reds game. I'm not going to the. I'm nowhere. Like if if it's a, I'm leaving the house to go hang out with people. There's not going to be flip flops and fucking crocs. Or boots or whatever you want to wear, but no one wants to look at a dude's feet. And I'm giving these. I, I speak to women about this because I've always wondered this myself. I think it's fucking full or looks fucking ridiculous. But I'm I'm an asshole, so I've asked many a girls over the years about this. Just like what do you what do you think about? And they all say the same thing that you can't really. You don't take a guy serious. Now, you might get to know him, and then you see him wear flip-flops, and that's not going to bother you. But the initial first step, when they first judge you, and they look at you, and you're wearing some fucking $10 pair of flip-flops, looking like a fucking slob, maybe your toenail's a little bit longer than it should have. What if you're wearing, like, Timbaland sandals? And not every girl's going to fit into this, but you've limited your range. When you're a single guy, you need to keep that range up. You know, you need that, that... pool of fish to be a lot bigger. Yeah. All right. And what do you think they think of my prostate massager? Well, you don't tell them that off the bat. I mean, if, if you walked in the room and your prostate massager was in there and your butthole was doing that thing like that and you're making a face and shit, you're going to get judged. And you probably, <laughs> you've probably now knocked out 99%. Don't judge me. You've knocked out 99% of them at that point. Oh, yeah. But I think flip flops, well, I think flip flops, and I'm not kidding, I think they knock off 
35, 40% of women right off the bat. You think? They don't They don't take you serious. They think you look fucking dumb. Sandals too? Yes, it's the same thing to me. I call them all flip-flops. But yeah, you're fucking goofy. I mean, they're situational. You know, you're going to the beach. You're going something like that. Okay, I get it. But just your everyday average night out, put some fucking shoes on. So what if hypothetically you, fucking you, were, lazy you were going cunt. to a concert at Riverbend and you wore a pair of sandals that came all the way across the back and mm-hmm. strapped in? Well, they just look stupid in general, don't they? Uh, mandals mandals yeah yeah I, just it, sandals are for women guys they're for women in the beach that's it that men wear shoes wear some shoes all right I, and i'm not just saying that as me i'm saying that from a lot of women's perspective they don't want to see your fucking sandals you goof <laughs> don't wear sandals yeah i'm taking a hard stand well you know what you're allowed to and i told nathan i was coming after him this episode does he wear sandals? he wears them all the time does he yeah it's not a good look nathan it's not a good look. You're knocking out 35% right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, you're still, you know, I, you know, these guys are like, I still get, I still get, sure. But maybe you could have got more and you chose footwear over it. You fucking dork. All right. Is it that big of a deal to yeah, put on a pair of shoes? Now, at what age can like boys wear sandals? Well, eight year olds shouldn't be fucking. So that shouldn't be a problem there. Yeah, um, so you're talking like. I'm talking about adult males. Adult males, okay. Yeah, you know, you're, 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 kids are different, dude. Even teenagers, okay, different. But when you're fucking 30s and 40s, even 20s, I just, you know, looks gonna again situational. I'm not gonna judge anybody that's going down to Florida and wants to put a pair of flip flops on. But you know, we got these dudes out there in 60 degrees and they're wearing flippy flops like See, a bunch I, of fucking I, children. I kind of feel the same about something else. What? And I, I hats, tank tops. I have a problem with tank tops. <laughs> now, if you've got a real muscular I think, body. Yeah, I think that's a body thing. Off, yeah. But the whole point is all you're doing with that tank top is showing it off. Yeah. Showing off your body. If you want to show off your body, fucking take your shirt <laughs> off. Okay. But the whole point is I think tank tops look so fucking hillbilly and redneck. Uh, yeah. I, now, I, I don't disagree. If you're at a pool, you're at a beach. I get it. But if you're going somewhere and you put on a fucking tank top because you want to show off your fucking arms, mm-hmm. you're a vain asshole. Like on my days off and I know I'm not going anywhere, I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt around the house. You know, stuff like that. Around the house. But even then, like if I got to go, we got to go to the grocery store, I'm going to throw on a regular shirt. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I, I just, it's just. And the sleeveless shirt is one thing. I'm talking a full tank top. It comes down here. Yeah. The whole point is all you're saying, these women, you're saying to these women are. Look at this. Look at this body. Yeah. You can wear a tight t-shirt and have the same effect and not look like a fucking redneck to me. Okay. Well, then how do you feel about a basketball uh, jersey? I don't have sleeves. No, it's tank top. You don't like this? Uh, I don't mind a basketball jersey. See- All you're really seeing is their arms. uh, Yeah, I I guess. Well, you're seeing down And it's a jersey, so it's like it has a purpose. And I know you're not playing basketball, but either way, you're representing, you know, you you like fucking LeBron James or whatever. It's fine. That don't bother me I might be able to make a a thing there because you're trying to, you know, portray yourself as a real sports nut. And I get that. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with you, though. And even though, even then, if I'm wearing a basketball jersey, which I haven't done since fucking middle school, but when I did, I'd wear a shirt underneath. I'd have some sleeves. I don't. But that's mostly just because I was fat and didn't feel good about my body. I don't wear jerseys just to wear jerseys. Yeah. I'll wear them to, you know, it's Bengals Day. I'll wear jerseys. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, if I'm going somewhere and it's not, you know, sporting event <laughs> day or whatever, I'm not putting on a jersey. Basketball was the only difference, different one because that's just good summer attire. Like a football jersey is not practical. It's all heavy. It's kind of built weird. It's meant for having pads yeah. and shit underneath of it. A baseball jersey, you got to button it up and do all that shit. Like they're not practical. Basketball ones in the summer are kind of a practical look. So I don't really. 
there, those are the only exception. Honestly, I'm just not big enough into any basketball teams where I'm going to be out there wearing their jersey. That's probably why I don't own any basketball right. jerseys now. I've it's got, probably I've not because some, of a fashion statement. I've got some T-shirts that yeah. have the Suns on them and shit like that. I actually do have a Steve Nash jersey, but I don't wear it. Yeah, tank top. I, I don't. I don't have any. I used to have all sorts of fucking cool basketball jerseys back in the day. Yeah, I think if you wear a tank top like to a bar or something, mm-hmm. you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're kind of a dork. You're just like, hey, girls, look. Check it out. Yeah. Check it out, ladies. Check it out. Hey, what other segments do you have? Anybody can lift weights. Do we have any other things going on this week? Are we getting to the would you rather sections? Uh, I've got that, but I do have an asshole. All right, let's get this asshole. Yeah, I'm pissed. About I, don't, I don't have an asshole this week, but maybe I'll come across one of my thoughts. I got lots of assholes. Well, I can always find an I always have assholes, but they're always people I can't fucking talk about online. So right, mine you know. is mine is Mindy R. Yeah, fuck you, Mindy. Um, you cunt. Now, this just kind of pissed me off. Um, I don't know why it did, but it it I don't care why it did. The fact is that it did. Mindy R was my uh, was my grocery delivery girl mm-hmm. from Meyer the other day from Shipped. I always like the delivery if you're getting a big order because. They go through the aisles, $7, and you don't have to do it. Yeah. So, and I always tip, okay? But they, they'll they send you these text messages, hey, they're out of this size coffee. Do you want a different coffee? Or <coughs> they're out of this bread. Do you want a different bread? And they keep, you know, they get you what you want. Yep. So after it was done, the normal message is, <clears throat> your groceries are at your door. Have a nice day. You know, take care. Mm-hmm. But not Mindy R's. Mindy R's was... I have delivered your groceries. You have no idea how much I appreciate your gratuity. Have a great day. Oh, well, let's just bitch remind you. I don't buy that. That is not that bad. I hate to be forced. I hate to be told to tip. I'm going to tip you anyway. You're not. Yeah, this was telling me to tip. It's a pre-thing. No, it's a reminder. I, I, mean, I don't remind reminders that it, that it's appreciated. You know what I mean? I, I don't uh, know. Fuck Mindy R. I don't see that one as that bad. I do. Fuck Mindy R. Uh, I, I don't it, ever send messages, so. The thing about it that pissed me off is you don't know how much I appreciate your gratuity. Well, I haven't fucking given you a tip yet, so what do you appreciate? I haven't tipped you yet. Um, so she don't have to write back later, I guess. And you just knocked it out. They normally don't write when you tip them. They don't thank you for the tip. They don't. Uber no. gives you that option. Yeah, you, Uber, you can you send You press you. a button. I don't yeah. know what it does. I've never been on the other side of it. So. But the whole point is I don't want thanks for the tip. Yeah. You're in the service industry. I'm going to tip you. Mm-hmm. Don't remind me and lump me in with the assholes that don't tip. Mindy R. Fucking bitch. <laughs> and let me tell you something. It lowered her tip. Really? Yeah. That would not have lowered a tip for me. It lowered a tip. I wouldn't even have noticed. That's funny you noticed that. Yeah. I, I I don't... Because, I, I mean, if Mindy R is like... Uh, remember to tip me, motherfucker. You know, something like, well, without the motherfucker. Actually, they put remember to tip me, motherfucker, for getting extra, because that's hilarious. Well, I would, yeah, but, that would uh, be different. Uh, either way, if, if, you, if you're actually asking for a tip on there, I get that, but it's showing appreciation. It's just a way to remind it. You know, you'll see that a lot of times at the bottom of a lot of receipts for uh, pizza places and shit. You know, uh, remember your driver gets based gratuity, blah, blah, blah. And it's just reminding you, hey, you should fucking tip. You know, and that reminds me. Of, some of these cunts uh, don't know they should asshole. tip. You know what I mean? So well, she may have actually got tips by doing that. Some people don't tip. Yeah. But doesn't it piss you off when you go into a place like Subway? Oh, yeah. They got- you're getting something to go. And the first thing is, how much do you want to tip or hit no tip? And then you feel like if you hit no tip, yeah. they're going to see it right away and go, oh, you're an asshole. Yeah. 
Do you tip on takeout orders? I, it depends. I, we've we've kind of, I, we may have talked about this. This is it something that pisses me off because I don't know anymore. I'm si- confused. That's my problem. That's always been my problem. It's not that I'm cheap. It's not that I don't want to. I just yeah. don't want to if this is not a normal thing. And I don't like the idea that these companies that have always paid their employees, you know, they weren't tipped employees. So I feel like by them putting these tip jars out or asking for tips is just like a way for Subway not to fucking pay their fucking Subway makers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, you're making me a, a sandwich. You're a cook. Cooks don't work off tips. So, yeah. I, yeah, I don't like that. I hate it. I mean, I might tip you. I, probably not, though. I don't think I've ever tipped a Subway. No. You made me a fucking sandwich, but you're, you know, you're higher hourly, blah, blah, blah. I don't think I'm supposed to tip you. You're not performing a, a real service for me you're not delivering no. it to me at speedway fucking speedway i go in to buy gas and a fucking energy drink card goes through and the last thing before you're done is do you want to donate to children's hospital i don't mind the donations i don't do them but i don't well i do sometimes but, but I, the whole point is can i just pay have a bucket on the counter if you want me to donate mm-hmm. i'll put in a dollar but it's like when you run your credit card now, every place you go is asking, do you want to tip? No, oh, I'm picking up a fucking sandwich. I don't want to tip on that. Yeah. I don't want to pick. I don't want to tip on take or um, yeah, takeout or pickup. Like, I, don't I just don't want to. I, I feel like that's why I did it. If I wanted the tip, I would have got it delivered. Right. You know, I would have done exactly. something like that. I I came there. I did everything. Why Why am I tipping you? I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And it's something that's newish. I know. And I feel like it just keeps on getting expanded and expanded and you're right and maybe i'm just being an old person i don't fucking know but either way i don't i don't like it i, I, I go to skyline and they stick the credit card machine out the window in the drive-thru i know why you tip the drive-thru worker yeah i know like fuck you you juggalo yeah you're like, standing there and handing me something that somebody yes, else made yes and i'm supposed to tip you are yeah. you going to turn around and tip the cook no you're not yeah and they're probably doing harder work and at subway there's a fucking tip bucket on the counter too yeah, I don't like that. It's like so in your face. You're either going to tip with cash, you're going to tip with a fucking credit card, but I'm going to give you But you're right. You if it's there, I'm tipping them. Because yeah. at this point, I feel like I have to. Well, I feel every time that credit card comes through there, and the worst part about it is it's percentage. Do you want to tip 15? Do you want yeah. to tip 20? Or custom tip. Yeah, now you're pressing extra buttons. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, so you go to custom tip. Well, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to tip $8 on, you know, on the, I picked <laughs> yeah. up a few sandwiches. I'm not going to tip that. Sorry, right, I'll put in three. But it's like the same thing with the Meyer thing. It always reminds you to tip, and I always tip, but when you're basically in my face saying, you got to tip me, I'm going to go fuck you, because yeah. I tip anyway. If I don't tip or if I tip shitty, fucking look at me funny when I leave or, or shame me that way, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tip you enough. I've got shamed. I have too. I've got shame for not tipping on a pickup, you know, and it's like... Pisses me off. Yeah, it's like, it really what, got me. Yeah, It's like, really what am I supposed me. to do now? I'm going to go in there, and uh, you're going to see as soon as I hit no tip... And you're going to think to yourself, what a fucking asshole. I would think most What people, do I have to tip on? I think most people don't, though, right? I would say most don't. I would hope. But I think, you know, if you're looking at somebody and they're staring you right in the face, oh, just hit, you know, the button. Yeah, if, you're, if anybody listening is in one of these industries that do this and you can justify it, please tell me. Uh, yeah. If you can justify, I'll fucking tip you. If you can justify why I should be doing this or, you know, how this is the, the new norm, I'll, I'll admit that maybe things aren't the same as when I was growing up and things right. can change. Okay, if this is the new norm and I'm expected to do it, I'll fucking do it, especially if I know your, your income's based off this, but... Jesus Christ, well, I, man. I we got a the fucking yeah, the, the it, subway person. Yeah. Even though you know what? When you really look at it though, you have no problem tipping a bartender, right? Right. And I personally have no problem tipping a barista. 
when I go to get coffee places. I'll tip them. It's a non-alcoholic bartender. Yeah. What's the difference between putting a drink together and putting a sub together? I mean, they're still just taking three or four things, putting them all together, wrapping them up. Well, the difference is that the bartender makes $4 an hour. Yeah. The subway person makes 15 Maybe. Maybe, but yeah, I don't it's, know. it's a lot more than $4 yeah, 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 yeah. an hour. You're, you're, not, not, you're not depending on your tips. You're true. You're right about that. You're considered a tipped employee. But I don't think I don't think that works that way with uh, mm-hmm. baristas. No, I think- That's uh, one of those I weird ones. I think Starbucks ones. people make normal That's what I mean, and they get tipped. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I guess- be, they, don't, <clears> they don't get tipped a lot. Believe me. My, no, they don't my get tipped a lot. My niece is uh, 17 years old, and that's what she does. She does it at Bigsby, and uh, it's not like she's out there raking in big money. You know, no, 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 so. no, no. You're not like that at all. But, you know, the whole point is, it's like, I'll give you an example. I went in Studio Vapes to buy my vape juice. Yeah. And this is the only place I think in town anymore, because I've never fucking seen it anywhere but there. When you use your credit card, an actual chit comes out that you have to sign. Mm-hmm. That's you know, an old school one. They just don't want yeah, to update. Yeah, they don't want to update. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing comes out and you have to sign it. Mm-hmm. And on those chits is a tip thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this girl the other day circled it. Circled the tip thing and put an X where she wants me to sign. For a vape? She handed me this off the shelf. A vape? That's it. I am not tipping the fucking bong dealers. But she suggested that I should. Because that's a bong store too, right? She circled the tip word and then put a blue X over where I'm to sign. They they got glassware and stuff there too? Yeah. Pipes and stuff? They got all that. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole point is... She turned around, she reached on the shelf, she grabbed this, and mm-hmm. she handed it to me. Yeah. Is she thinking that I'm supposed to pay her for the act of ringing me out? There is no way you I'm are ever going to tip the fucking bong salesman. Never. I did wonder that when I first started going to dispensaries, if I was supposed to tip them, you know, because they were called bud tenders. And yeah. like, well, are they, am I supposed to treat them like bartenders then and tip them? But they don't even let you, so. Oh, they don't let you? No, no, they don't, they don't let you. You can't tip them. It's probably illegal. Maybe it is. I don't know. They got now. They have donation at the one I go to, Sunnyside, over there in Kennedy, off Kennedy Avenue. They have a um, little jars for donations to different charities, and they right. actually I like it because they they switch out charities every week, so I pick and choose. See, I would have no problem putting money into a charity. Yeah, I do it all the time. But well, at that place, I because I got the option. I use a card, and when you use a card, they see Ohio is so fucking. Well, actually, this is a federal thing. You can't use. A, cr- a credit card. You can use debit. But you can use debit. All right. But then they have to charge over the amount. So like if it's a $70 or if it's $72, they got to charge me 75 and then they give me the change. So I always got a couple bucks and I usually put it in those things. That's probably why they do it. Well, I don't mean the charity thing. I don't think that's why they do it. Well, I don't think they give a like fuck. I think I it's a legal to, thing. I don't know. The, the Zen Leaf that I go to, um, you know, I'm sure they're all like this. It's got an ATM inside where you can yeah, take so it does out. This one. But it's like a $5 fucking fee. Yeah, my, my bank. They got you by the balls everywhere you go. Everyone <coughs> wants a little piece of your money. The good thing about my bank is they give me like five a month. Five a month <coughs> at different ones? Yeah, I get five. Um, and at the end of the month, they'll give me the money back for all those. Oh, okay. Well, that's something. Yeah, so I, I and that's the only time I go to the weed store twice a month usually. So that's the only time I really ever use it. So it's just, I guess it just pisses me off that no matter where you go or what you do, Everybody wants a little bite out of your money. Yeah. That's the American way, dude. I know it's the American way, but, you know, I have a conscience. I mean, if you guilt trip me into something and truly make me feel guilty about it, I'm probably going to do it. Yeah. Not everybody does. I try to guilt trip the people giving me money all the time. Sometimes people just look at you and go, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. But anyway, Good for uh, them. fuck Mindy R. Uh, don't 
remind me how much you appreciate my gratuity because I'm going to tip you anyway. And I don't expect a thanks. I, uh, to me, you're in the service industry. You deserve a tip. Don't fucking stick it in my face like that. Mindy R. You'll never deliver my groceries again. Fuck you. Hey, um, Hat Mutson's going on vacation to Argentina, yes, and we had a discussion yesterday, and I want to ask Matt, because he'll probably listen to this podcast on the way to Argentina. Hey, Matt, tell us if you see anyone fatter than you in Argentina, because we have this theory that there's not fat people in Argentina. You have that theory. Okay. Me. I have I that theory. I think there's fat people everywhere. I don't think there's going to be many fat people in Argentina. Really? I really don't. I, I just don't think so. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some portly folks. You know what I mean? But I'm talking about American fat. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? We, America does fat better than anyone. All right? I, I'm a fucking representation of American fat. Over in other countries, I'd be giant. Yeah. Over here, I'm just fat. Well, yeah, because during this podcast, over 50 million gallons of Mountain Dew were consumed in this fucking Hell, country. yeah, it was. And most of it was like code red and some other fucking crazy little extra blue sugar. lightning. Yeah. We put a little blue sugar in it instead of the red sugar. What's the Mountain Dew called from uh, Taco Bell? I don't fucking know. Uh, Baja Blast. Baja Blast. It's awful. It's fucking <laughs> awful. Uh, yeah, it was I, created for Taco Bell. I think it was created for black people. But either way, because every black guy I know loves Baja Blast, um, I think it's disgusting. It wasn't really created for Taco for Bell. Taco Bell. You know what that. sucks about that is I'm a Diet Mountain Dew guy. I have fucking hardcore Diet Mountain Dew guy. And Taco Bell Taco Bell's one of the onlys that um, have Pepsi products. Right. There's not many places. Most places are Coke products. Yeah, well, I go there for the Diet Mountain Dew. The fucking problem is the Diet Mountain Dew always tastes like the fucking Baja Blast. They must use the same exit or some uh, shit like that, and there's like some remnants of it. Their Diet Mountain Dew nowadays, and this has not been always. It's just recent thing, maybe the last year. The Diet Mountain Dew always tastes like Baja Blast. I take like one drink of them, I'm like, fuck, every single time, and I forget every time like an idiot, and I don't like Diet Pepsi. So, you know, the only other diet option diet is Pepsi's Diet Pepsi. The king. I, I know that's what you prefer. So my grandma, but i never been a fan. In fact, is she hot at all? Uh, now she's... 15 years dead. I She's probably awful looking. <laughs> but grandma was never a looker to begin with. My grandma was the shit. Don't get me wrong. My grandma was a hardcore fucking bitch. I loved it. But she uh, was never the looker. All right. That, was, that wasn't her thing. Is that your mom's mom or your yeah, dad's mom? Yeah, my mom's mom. Uh, my dad's mom, I don't know if she was really a looker. I don't know. See, I think one of your sisters is a looker. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No. I think one of your sisters is very attractive. No, they're, one of them's single-ish. <laughs> now she has a boyfriend. Well, no, I mean, my I, sister's I, in relationships. Well, because you know, it, it pops up all the time. Uh, hey, how about this person for a friend? Mm-hmm. You, you know, a some people take better pictures than they than they look in regular life. Too. I think one of your sisters, uh, comparably, is. Attractive. I don't think either of my sisters are ugly. I mean, both of my sisters are pretty. Yeah, uh, they're they're you know, I, yeah. I I don't got ugly siblings. Um, yeah, well, I, I honestly but, don't have ugly family. I you know, I but just, uh, whatever whichever sister you have, it's the one with the short hair. Well, they've both had short hair at different times. Who knows when the Facebook pictures are? Uh, what are their names? Why don't you calm down? What are their names? Why don't you calm down, buddy? Well, I mean, I could just tell you. <laughs> Rachel and Lindsay. I think it was Rachel. Okay, yeah. Rachel's a lot younger. Well, she's eight years younger than me. So. You see? Same, same birth date, eight years apart. I've always tried to trace it back. I think it's my Everybody dad's birthday. Everybody thinks twins when you have parties and stuff? Ah, eh, not really, because it was eight years apart. So when we actually had parties together, I was younger, and she was even, you know, a sixteen-year-old and an eight-year-old. You're not going to think they're twins. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not. That's not the hey, way. I it got works. a joke of the day. You got a fucking joke of the day. Yeah. Oh wow. Friend of reminder broke that out. Friend huh? of mine reminded me of it the other day. A friend in Florida that I send nasty stuff to. That's so not even. You don't have to do the song. No, I got the song, but it's not on my my short list, so I have to actually find it. Here we go. 
joke of the week. I haven't done one of these in a long, long time. Yeah. Um, but uh, this friend of mine and I, we send you know funny videos and stuff to each other back and forth. And he goes, hey, remember that joke you told me? And uh, I hadn't heard it in years. Uh, I'm sure I haven't told it on this show because I haven't even heard it in years. There's a woman at the grocery store shopping, single mother. Okay. She's got two kids in the cart, and it's really hard for her to shop. The kids are running around doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she gets up to the checkout line, and she's putting the groceries on the on the thing. And the guy ringing her up says, hey, are they twins? She goes, are they twins? He's six, and he's nine. Well, they're not twins. You really thought they were? And the guy said, well, no, I really didn't think they were, but I just can't believe somebody fucked you twice. <laughs> Oh, that is a good one. <laughs> That's a great joke. Uh, yeah, you like reminded me of it. I said, "Man, I haven't heard that in a long fucking time." That's a good joke. That is, that is definitely a, <laughs> That's a great joke. Oh, Rachel R. Asshole, fucking Rachel. It's always those Rachels. You know, and I, I, it really bugged me. I almost said, "Cancel the order. Take all that back." <laughs> because when you cancel those orders, like, like I can't believe, like, let's say you're on a DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Because I've never done this, but you have. All the time. Let's say you get the food, yeah. and you're driving to the house, and you hit cancel order. Yeah. Okay? Obviously, they ask you a reason, right? Yeah. Do they charge you for the food? I've never got charged. I've only done it once or twice, but no, I've never got charged. What was the reason you twice. gave for not doing it, not delivering it? I couldn't find the address. Really? Yeah. And they never questioned well, One of them was true. I couldn't find the fucking address. And I was like, fuck it. And the other one was, uh, I found the address, but I ain't walking up there. You know, and all the times <laughs> I've door dashed. I mean, the only, I've canceled two. Like I said, one was because it was all fucked up and whatever. And I'm just like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm done. And then the second time was it was in Winton Terrace. And if you guys don't know in Cincinnati, Winton Terrace is not a neighborhood where people like me are very welcome. Yeah. And there was a lot of people outside. And then the walk to the to the house was really far away through a lot of people that probably didn't want me walking in their then neighborhood. Then you pull out your iPhone to take a picture of the order and yeah, it's yeah, gone too. It, yeah, yeah. It just, it's not happening. So I, I canceled that one. Uh, I felt bad. I did call them. I did sit out front of, you know, with a shitload of people all looking at me like, what the fuck's this guy here for? And I called. Yeah, I mean, I called, it's I called really I no joke. Answered. You're truly not welcome there. No, and I get it. I, it's fine. I don't want to be there either. All yeah. right, we're on we're on mutual territory. But here. I mean, Winton Terrace is one of those places where, like, it's not that you're going to get funny looks. I mean, they will literally say, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yes, you're not welcome. You are not welcome. And, and get the fuck out. And I don't want to be there. All right, we're good. Like, now, we're, did you then consume the meals? Yes, both of them. Both of them. Yeah, both of them ate them. Uh, one <laughs> of them was really good. Second one, and, not so much. And they didn't. <laughs> DoorDash didn't charge. Never you. got charged. I expected it. I I still got paid for the orders. See, I delivered uh, an Instacart one time, mm-hmm. and it had alcohol. Okay, yeah. and when you get there with the alcohol, you basically take out their license and you put it on your phone and you scan it. Yeah, I've had to do it. Well, this person didn't have their ID. Yeah. You can't override it. I know. You can't say I'm going to give them the booze anyway. Yeah. So. I said, I got to take this back with me. Mm-hmm. It's a 12-pack of beer and a bottle of wine or something, and I'm driving back, and Instacart says, okay, take the items back to the fucking store, and you turn them in at the fucking counter. I'm sitting there thinking, I better get paid extra for this. <coughs> Turns yeah. out I did, but not enough. You get like two bucks, three bucks for taking the, You got to go back to the fucking store. Well, because all those things, you're only making money for making tips. I mean, you know, yeah. if you, DoorDash, Uber, all those. If you just go, Uber's a little bit better, but not Uber Eats. But all those, like, where you're just taking food and shit, you're talking two, three bucks usually. Uh, there's 
they don't yeah. pay you shit. It's all based on what kind of tip you get. So, right. yeah, right. when you take things back and you go with their fees, you, you ain't going to make dick and it sucks. Well. But, you know, such is life, you know? Piss me off. That's what they say. Name it. Um, yeah, I've got, I'm going sexual this, this time. That's weird. Uh, well, <laughs> I haven't done sexual lately. I've, I've done more philosophical okay. as of late. You're you know, philosophical. You're questions like, that will change the philosophical, world. philosophical, like how much to lick a booger, <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like I've never done lick I a booger. I know, but I'm just saying, they're always like, you say philosophical, but there's still just some goofy, weird shit. I have never done philosophical. I'm. <laughs> boogers. I've never done, and boogers are not philosophical. Well, I guess they could be. You can construe it if you have that kind of a mind. Oh yeah, you, you can construe. You can make something out of anything if you yeah. really put some effort into it. Um, I think I probably could do that, but that's more effort than I'm going to get in return. I'm not going to get any gain from. All it. right. So what bum am I fucking? Let's go. Okay, you're not fucking a bum. All right. Um, now this one's a little bit different. Um. You know how, like, when you become a contractor, you do these length, the certain length contract. You do a three-month contract to drive a truck or a six-month contract to do this. Well, this is going to be a six-month contract. All right. Okay. Six months only. Your whole life. You never have to do it again. You just have to do this once for six months. Um, your job is to be, uh, you're going to work at a whorehouse, a, a Nevada brothel. I'm going to fly you out there. Your room and board's paid for, all that stuff. And I'll tell you the reason after where I, why I picked this one. And um, basically, you're a fluffer. Um, you're getting guys ready for the girl. You're, But you're not, like, getting their dicks hard. You're doing the stuff they don't want to do. You're you're picking up the ball sack and checking for red bumps. And oh, you're doing the inspections lucky and me. stuff. The reason that I picked this is because I was watching a documentary on a, on a whorehouse, and I told you that the girls literally put this very bright light on you, check your butthole and every wrinkle and stuff in your crack and your nuts, looking for bumps. Mm -hmm. There was a guy that did this in one of the whorehouses. That was his job. He was a, uh, what do they call it? They called it an inspector or something that made sure these guys were safe to go in with these women. And his job was to go through the dicks and the balls and the buttholes looking for bumps. Nothing sexual, but you're handling dicks and balls and bubble. He did it for six months a year, mm -hmm. and he made a good living doing it. The girls tipped him like 10% of what they made for this guy to do it. That's your job. How much? How long? Six months. Six months? Five days a week, eight hours a day, 40-hour week. Just inspecting balls? Assholes, dicks. You're looking for bumps. You're opening pee holes. Opening pee holes. Gloves? Yeah. Um, yes, gloves. I'd do that for a hundred a year. A hundred a year. Yeah. So you do it for a hundred for six months. Six months. Six months of that. I. I'll give you a discount for the year. So we're doing seventy five. Seventy five thousand. Seventy five grand. Seventy five thousand. I'd look at balls and dicks and assholes yeah, for see, six my, months as a job. I mean, it's a good job. My That's number a good was fifty. You know how easy it is. My number was fifty. I mean, it's not even. I mean, it's gross, but it's not like. You're not licking them or anything. Well, you know? no, and you're not doing bums because these whorehouses are five hundred yeah. to a thousand dollars just to get your dick wet. Yeah, but fine. this guy actually did it. It was his job, and uh, I personally experienced it when this girl did it to me, and it was pretty fucking weird. Mm -hmm. But I can imagine it would only be weirder 
with a man doing it. Yeah. But this was a straight man. He, you got to make it medical at that point. He did like three or four jobs at the whorehouse. He mm -hmm. cleaned up, you know, he did some laundry, whatever. He was just a, a blah, blah, blah. But then one girl asked him to do it, and he started doing it for all the girls, and they pay him 10% of what they make off these guys. I mean, think of like a urologist. I mean, that's their whole fucking job. Or a proctologist. This is like all they do for a living. And now they're actually head ahead of a medical degree and stuff, so, but they're still, you know. I think seventy five thousand without having to go to school, and I just look at your butthole. It's fine. I'm saying because you added to it. I'm saying fifty thousand and uh, seventy five. Uh, I'll do it. No gloves. Seventy five. No gloves. Ooh, no gloves is that's rough. I don't know. I might toss you a little bit more than seventy five thousand to add it. But it, it was honestly the most uncomfortable five minutes of my life when this was happening. You know, I'm there with this Playboy centerfold getting ready to fuck me, and, mm -hmm. and she's just peeling through everything it was fucking disturbing ah. when i found out that there was a man that did it a straight man yeah i was like fuck it it's a pretty easy job i mean it's, it's a gonna super take easy five job. minutes per guy yeah it's a super easy job it's just weird but i mean I, you would get it's like being a fucking funeral person you get used to it it's not a big deal after a little bit um, but you know what though here's the creepy part okay some of these guys dicks are gonna get hard when you're looking at them mm -hmm. that would be that would bother me as long as you keep it limp and stuff, I'm good. Yeah. But the minute it starts getting hard and throbbing in my face, I'm going to be like, eh, you're good. You know, I might send a bump through. A bump might get by me. Yeah. Sorry, honey. Uh, Sorry, Ginger. <laughs> there is a bump there, but I wasn't inspecting any further. So yeah. my price is 50 grand. I am. The 50 grand for six months, so you're looking at 100 grand a year if this was yeah. like a job job. Yeah. And what an easy job. Yeah. You get benefits? No, it's contract. Oh, shit. That kind of sucks. Yeah, it's contract. I, I might need more money if I'm not getting mm. benefits. Well, no, in these contracts, you never get benefits. Well, I want fucking benefits, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what's normal. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You got one? I do. You got one? Uh, kind of. Give me yours. All right. Fuck you, hairy guy's friend. I don't believe this bitch that said she got drugged. I listened back to our show, and I was kind of angry that I had to waste my time talking about her getting roofied. All right? I know these kind of fucking bitches. They can't handle their alcohol. All right? They go out there, and they have three, four drinks, and instead of saying they're a lightweight pussy, they go, I got drugged. Yeah. Fuck you. No, you didn't. All right? You're not getting roofied and then going out there throwing fucking punches there, Mike At your Tyson. husband? No. You're getting roofied <clears throat> and you're looking at the floor while someone pumps you in the ass. That's what you're doing. All right? And uh, like you said before, there's no reason for a bartender to fucking roofie None you, whatsoever. Unless he's just wanting to fuck with Americans, which is kind of funny. If, and I do show threw some... I could see him throwing a, a drop of acid in there to make yeah, you fucking Yeah, something trip. else fun, but not that. I don't know of any drugs that make you violent like that. No. This bitch... And, and that's and not just this bitch, but all these bitches or even men are like this too where they say they got drugged when they just can't admit that they're fucking pussies and they can't handle their shit all Fact. right it's not for everyone getting fucked up is not for everyone we've seen many people over the years not be able to handle their shit right harry guy's friend was one of them she blamed drugs on the problem drugs aren't the problem you're fucking pussy ass problem all right i agree with you all right i think it's uh, I, I never thought from the time he told me First of all, I immediately thought, well, it wasn't Rufy. It was something else. Mm -hmm. He put something else in your drink. But at the same time- 
it was just alcohol. You know, Spain's not fucking, you know, Kazakhstan. Shit's pretty regulated in Spain. Yeah. And I don't think a bartender's just going to be allowed to fucking put drugs in your Well, they're not drink. allowed to do that anywhere. Well, they but... wouldn't do that here. You never hear that happening here. A bartender fucking sticking something in your drink. It doesn't fucking happen. It happened to a friend of mine, but that was a different situation. Actually, I'm not going to talk about that shit. But that, was, that wasn't a, a, a bartender to an employee. So there was after hours, you know, so that was well, a little bit different. Different yeah. story. They yeah, but like, peed in it or something. But just to, no. But, um, Either way, that's yeah, it's not going to happen. It she, makes no sense at all. She just couldn't handle her alcohol. That was that's it. the bottom line. And maybe she tried something that was some alcohol that was native to Spain. Maybe she drank absinthe. I don't know. And have you ever noticed almost every girl gets violent when they drink a lot? Yeah, like that's just a. I mean, I guess guys are like that too, but I feel like a higher percentage of ladies, especially ones that aren't very confrontational, usually as soon as they get a lot of alcohol in them, become so fucking confrontational over almost anything. Well, I mean, I've said it myself a million times: tequila makes me an asshole, and that's so I don't drink it. That's such a weird thing too. When when really all that's getting you drunk is alcohol. In the end, that different alcohols would have different effects I know, on you. But a lot of people will say that. I've a heard that too, but I I've never seen it with my own. You know. Me, like it yeah. doesn't matter what kind of alcohol it is. I'm pretty much the same person regardless. I normally it's wouldn't more have about how this. much I drink than it does about what alcohol it is. Right, and I get that, but I probably wouldn't have thought that unless it happened more than once, and it has. It's like, all right, we don't have any more booze. Let's just do shots mm-hmm. of Cuervo, and then next thing you know, I'm a dick. I've never been a violent drunk, ever. Like, I've never got angry at people who are drunk or anything like that. I might get violent as in like breaking shit, but it's out of fun. It's not out of like yeah. anger or, you know, anything like that. I, I, I never got play, that gene. Did you play like break it by Limp Biscuit while you were doing it? Yeah, stuff? just want break them. You know, I it's I, just one of those days. I'll be I'll be the first one to admit when Limp Biscuit first came out, I didn't hate him. Uh, well, I was young, um, and I was into rap music, and I was into rock music, and then when they started mixing it, and the very beginning, I was kind of into it. Uh, I grew out of it very quickly. It was a phase for me. Same with, like, Linkin Park? Well, Linkin Park came in a little bit too late, so I never got in, and I was already out of the rap rock phase yeah, yeah, by yeah. the time Linkin Park came in. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to pretend my fucking 17-year-old ass wasn't, you know, didn't like Limp Biscuit and Kid Rock for a short summer. You know what I mean? Like, but, shit I mean, like that. the but, rap rock, I mean- what is the difference to you between Limp Biscuit and fucking Pantera or fucking fight? You know, you know what I mean. Because Pantera don't rap in the middle of the song, yeah. But he, most he doesn't sing. Everything he says is is rapping for Who? the Pantera. He don't rap. Well, he talks. Some of it's talk. Not a lot of times he's like yelling fucking, and stuff. Uh, like Slipknot. I never listen to Slipknot. But like, what I'm saying is they Cor- got a good Corey Taylor talks a lot. And, yeah, I don't know. Talking there is a, there is a difference. Rapping. But I, either way, Limp Bizkit was just corny. System of a Down. Shit like that. It's, System it's, of a Down don't rap. Well, no. But they, System of a Down has its own sound. They still do the thing like this when they, you know, they still talk they might during have some a of the song songs. like that, but there's a difference between you, talking and You know and where rapping. I'm going with this. I'm saying, like, Pantera, he talks a lot of his fucking songs. Corey Taylor talks a lot of his songs. Now, Put him in with Stone Sour and he sings. But suddenly when he goes back to uh, fucking uh, Slipknot, he starts talking again. You're out of my realm. I was out of radio rock by the time that stuff happened. Like, uh, you know, I went through a period where I I liked everything. Then I went through a period where if you were on the radio, I wanted nothing to fucking do with you. And that was during that Slipknot and all that period. So all those bands just were never in my world. 
Yeah, you know I'm what I mean. Just, so when I'm people talk about them, difference? I don't even, I don't even fucking know. The fact know. that one of them's edgier and this one's, well, you know, one's rap and one's not. Talking and rapping is a totally different thing, dude. They, they don't, they're not the same thing. I know they're both spoken word to a certain extent, but rapping goes to a beat and it has a, it has a rhythm and it has a, everything else. So you're still putting inflection on your voice when you're rapping. You're well, not yeah, just talking. And, yeah, obviously that's what Limp Biscuit did. But my whole point is, if to me, if you're speaking, yeah, it's. The same genre to me. Call me daddy, you sit the natty. It's fucking awful. What's your fuck you? It's the same question when I said, why does everybody hate Nickelback all of a sudden? Nobody can answer it. Well, Nickelback's just commercial, boring rock and roll, and they just represent it more than most. I can give you 5,000 bands like that. I hate them fucking all equally. Goo Goo Dolls, I don't Oasis. Under- you're right, because I don't understand why people pick them out, because I feel the same way about Nickelback as I feel about almost every goddamn right? band on the radio. It's all commercial, boring shit to me. So yeah. Nickelback wasn't special. Uh, I think the, like, Creed was probably more special than Nickelback, because they were extra douchey. But they it- were extra douchey, and uh, you know they came across as they came and said, we are a Christian rock band. And then he beat the fuck out of his wife. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. 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 He, was a, he was an abuser. I want to pay attention. I know Nickelback's just a bunch of stoners. So, I, you know, whatever. I, I never understood the hate for Nickelback by people that hate or to like that kind of music anyways. That's right. what more confused me. Like, yeah, Nickelback sucks. And, and, you know, and then they're at the Seven Mary Three concert. Like, to me, that's the same bullshit. Like, yeah. I, I don't I don't understand, but whatever. What's your fuck you? My fuck you is Mary R. Uh, she was a passenger of mine yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I know me and you have both stepped up our Uber and DoorDash and Lyfts and all of our shit is now like that. It's just today because it's yeah. fresh. Yeah. Um, Mary R. Uh, picked her up from, uh, she was actually getting out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. She was in there for a few days. It wasn't a long ride. You wish she stayed? Uh, no, I, I don't wish bad things upon Mary R., but fuck you. Um, we're driving, and um, she said to me once, not not once, but twice, to change the station on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, uh, fuck you. This is like my that. car. I don't like that. This is my fucking yeah, car. I don't. She gave me a three-star rating Ooh. because I refused to change the radio. It's a good rating. I refused to change the radio. The yeah. whole point is you're going three miles. I wasn't listening to fucking gospel or anything. I mm-hmm. had on a fucking rock station. Yeah. She didn't like it. Can you please change the station or turn it off? No. I'm not going to do either of those things. Yeah, I agree with you I there. turned it down. I wouldn't I might crank it, it down. in her ear. Yeah. But this is my fucking car. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Sometimes I even mess with the settings and put just the front speakers on. You know, and I'll play that. I, it's not worth all that. I, I'm just saying I'll, I, I've done that before, but... And I have been the, especially when I was new to, to Uber driver and I actually maybe cared a little bit more, uh, I, I might've let them pick out the music or something like that. But nowadays, no fucking and way. And the thing about it was- and in fact, I don't, it's the, the ratings are so inconsequential that I don't give a fuck anyways. So- you At know, the time she complained- When they was, tell me they give me a bad rating, I'm like, cool. I, like, I, I usually tell them I prefer a two star. I haven't got one yet. Right. And then they- know that I don't give a shit, and then we move on with their life. But at the the time that she was complaining, it was Boston. It wasn't offensive. It wasn't fucking... It was fucking Boston. Yeah, I don't put on aggressive punk or metal music, and I usually don't put on hip-hop music either. I usually stick to classic rock or soul music when I drive Uber, but um, I'm not putting on what you want on. Yeah. I mean, unless I want to hear it too. I mean, if you get in a car and you're like... Hey, put on some uh, fucking Pantera. I'm yeah. like, all right, we'll jam to some Pantera for a little yeah. bit. But if you want well, me to come says, in, you're going to put it. Can you change in- the station? To what? 
I I didn't say to what. I might ask to what. I went like this and turned it down. Yeah. Okay. So she, I barely heard it, but it yeah. was enough where I could hear it. And all of a sudden she goes, "Are you going to change that station?" And I said, uh, "No, actually, I'm not." Yeah, I would have said the same thing. Three stars. How? What age? What age? What race? What? 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 Where are we going? Uh, she was black. Uh, I would say pushing fifty. Okay. I would say pushing fifty, and she wasn't an unpleasant person, but. I turned it down to where she couldn't hear it. Yeah. And the fact that she asked me again when she had literally a three-quarter mile of a drive ahead of her. Yeah, typically it's young women that ask that. Oh, that I've noticed over my um, over the years that it's usually younger women or drunk men, one or the other. And usually they're drinking if they ask that to begin yeah. with. But uh, I don't think I've ever had a sober person ask. Um, oh no, she was stoned. You know, she yeah, well, obviously he picked up his hospital. I yeah, my, I would have done the exact same thing to you, fucker. But the first time it was, can you change the station? And I turned it way down. Yeah. And the second time it was, are you going to change that station? Mm-hmm. And it was a shitty tone this time. Yeah. So at that point, I said, "Fuck no. you, no, I'm no. not. No, I'm not. No eh. tip. Three star rating. That's fine. Fuck you, Mary. I'll move on with my life. I wish you were still in the hospital." Yeah, I wish she was still. I, like, I hope she gets gallstones. Thing about it was, and uh, you know, in between when she wasn't focused on the music, she it was a nice conversation. You know, hey, I hope you feel better, kind of thing. I'm going to visit my son. Whatever. Are um, you going to change that? No, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I hope fucking. What's your name? Mary R. Mary R. Die. You can kindly fuck off now. Yeah.